Welcome back to the podcast. Today, guys, we have a very exciting guest on the podcast, Danny Simmons, and we also are catching you at an interesting time, you know, in the middle of your season, got some big races coming up, so super exciting for Mm -hmm. you and and for us to get to talk to you. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about you and tell us a little bit about yourself and then what your normal day looks like. Um, So, I'm obviously a runner. I I have, I I live, uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess I'm just the only one in my house right now. I have nice. I have a few siblings, large family. Um, I guess my day starts out with uh, morning practice with my team, and then we uh, hit up some breakfast. Um, I use, I have the same breakfast routine usually. Like at least I always eat oatmeal for breakfast Dude, and then a fruit. Oatmeal is so perfect. It's so good <laughs> and like. I usually only put honey in it, so like that's my secret recipe really? for breakfast. Yeah, oatmeal and fruit, and then then I go straight to first period, and then Sick. yeah, go through school, and then after school, uh, we have like a little break in between school and practice, and so I'll either do a little bit of homework, or I'll just like you know rest a little bit, and then change, get ready for practice, go to practice, perfect, stretch, you know, do all the stuff after practice, and then come home, eat dinner, homework. Maybe movie, maybe movie, hang out with friends, and then head to bed. Dude, and that's, repeat. that's the simple life. That's quality right there. What time Good is the stuff. usual bedtime, and what time do you usually get up? I try to be like clocking down and like taking, turning off my phone. No more like uh, watching movies or or uh, like high active stuff around eight thirty, and then. That's awesome. If I have like homework that I really need to get finished, I try. I want to be asleep by 9:30, but sometimes I do my homework until 9:30, and then try and fall asleep as fast as possible. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. That's a good habit, kind of having your phone done and then you know easy into going to bed. That's that's awesome. So, yeah. and then up around like six, would you say, or when when do you think you should? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Six. Six oh eight. You know. Six oh eight. Is yeah. it really six oh eight? Yeah. Just so I have two minutes to get out of bed <laughs> and then get dressed. Grab like a drink of water, and then no I had to way. practice. Starts at six thirty sharp. Okay. So. So are you very are you that meticulous about like everything in your life? Like as in you know you get the 08, not like six <laughs> ten. Well, I mean, I started with six ten, and then I felt rushed whenever I got to the high school, and so I was like two minutes. Yeah. And then it's perfect. It's worked. So, so American Fork does like you know team practice in the morning and in the afternoon. You guys do both. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, every, every high school I ever went to, morning was on your own, okay. and then the afternoon is with the team. That's interesting. So, do you feel like you uh, you get too much team time in there, or are you, you still liking everybody? No, I think I think the morning runs actually help us come closer, because it's like, we just have, it's a really easy run, and we're all sleepy, but we're all with each other, and it's really, like, we get to stay safer, one, and then, and then it gives you kind of more like a commitment to do the morning practice, like you show up for your team. Yeah. Instead of being like, Ugh, I'm tired this morning. I really don't want to. Cool. Cool. Well, um, this is fun. I'm, I'm really glad I'm catching the middle of the season because it's making me excited about <laughs> watching you guys race. But um, before we get into all of that, let's talk a little bit about your journey with running and, and kind of how you got to be where you are now. Um, what got you into the sport? Um, I'd have to say definitely my siblings. When I was younger, you know, I watched uh, my older brother, Joe. He ran with Casey Klinger, a pretty popular name in the sport. Um, here in Utah, at least, um, and I, you know, I was at the Nike Cross Nationals the first year he won, and wow. and so that was like super tough. And I was like, oh man, 
I want to be that. And so that was, that was like third grade, fourth grade. Wow. Um, and so I ran a little bit and not anything official, just like for fun, just because running as a kid is kind of like the thing, maybe. Totally, yeah. And then... Um, Moving around a bunch. Yeah, yeah. And then when I, I moved to Idaho, and um, my older brother, John, was definitely the person that pulled me into uh, holding, holding or staying in cross country after like middle school, you know, my freshman year, he was a senior and we got to run together a lot. And so I think that's where my running journey turned into like, I love running rather than I love winning. I love, I love beating people and stuff. So mm -hmm. um, I think that definitely helped. And then uh, after that, my sophomore year, it was a pretty, I trained alone for like the whole season, just trying to get it out. Is this in Idaho? Yeah, okay. this is in Idaho, yep. Cool. Um, and that was a tough season, but I had to tons of good lessons learned there, and I think it just really strengthened me for my junior year moving here. I had a team to train with, wonderful coach, super program, and, and awesome. yeah, leads me in the senior season. <laughs> cool, so you know, let's talk a little bit about your, your high school running progression. Um, let's talk about, you know, you, maybe you were running certain times in you know, your freshman, sophomore year, and how did that progress into running the times you are now? Um, I think so. Like, did you know? Did you know you were fast immediately when you got into it, or did it take a second? I mean, I think based off like middle school, I I knew I was pretty fast just because I was I could win a lot of races. And but, when and when you win in middle school, like if you're gonna win, it's usually big, which is fun. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's it was intense. It's insane. In People get school. a little bit better as you get into high school and into uh -huh. college, but winning in middle school is fun. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. That is so true. Um, I think. Yeah, I mean, I I hoped I was fast, and I think that's really what kept me growing. Is I believed that I was fast, and so I could keep progressing. What and what a fun thing to to realize that you actually were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, was there was there like one race where you were like, okay, yeah, like this is gonna be legit for me? I think uh, freshman year, um, for staying there. I think the the one race that like was like, oh wow, this is this is pretty cool, um, was my state championships. Me and my brother went one, two, wow. he won, I took second. As a freshman, and that's crazy. Yeah, that's it was amazing. it was pretty fun. Cool. Yeah. And then and then now being where you are, what do you think what which race are you most proud of? Which accomplishment? That's a I have I, think, a, I have a hard time answering this one too. Yeah, <laughs> so. I mean it's between I'd have to say NXN and yeah. NXR, winning NXR and taking second at NXN, those are both yeah, that's phenomenal. Pretty good ones. <laughs> yeah, and to watch you do that as a junior is you know so uncommon and, and so yeah. fun to see as well. So um, yeah, congrats on those things, Thank and, you. And, and hopefully we're about to see some more more big wins here soon. Hopefully, yeah. But um, let's talk a little bit about preparing for NXN and what that looks like and. You know, we, we talked a little bit earlier preparing for this podcast about mm -hmm. Heron being a good team. And there's, you know, lots of other good teams out there. How are you preparing individually and as a team to be ready to, you know, go on to state, NXR, and then NXN all in the next month or so? Um, I'd say that the thing that we've been focusing on is, like, it's really important that we believe what we can do. Like, we believe in the training. We believe that we can win. It's mm -hmm. not something that's impossible to us. And um, it's really important that we do that because if you don't believe it, your body's not going to do it. Yeah. And I think um, something else we want is like being humble. 
I think it's really important that we stay uh, like low, low, like cool headed. We're not totally. trying to make anyone angry or, or sad, you know. Um, we just want to have the best races we can, and mm -hmm. that's that's for us. That's not to put on anyone else, and yeah. uh, I think that's going to help us a lot. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. This episode is sponsored by Talked. My co-founder and I started this business to help athletes connect with mentors. I'm a strong believer that the only shortcut to success is mentorship. If you can talk to somebody who's been where you would like to go, you're so much more able to see what that pathway looks like and you're able to believe that it's possible for you because somebody else is talking to you and drawing out the exact pathway to get there. All you have to do is go on the website, you go down on the website and you scroll for mentors, find somebody that you want to talk to. You can talk to Simeon Birnbaum, who's uh, one of the fastest high school two-milers of all time. And you type in this little box something that you would like to talk to him about, something that will help you for your races or training, mentality, whatever you need. A particular topic right now might be prepping for NXR or NXN. And then you just click Next. And then what you can do is you schedule a time to talk to Simeon or whichever other mentor you choose. One huge thing is that Craig Ingalls is about to get on the platform, so you'll be able to schedule and talk to him within the next few days. So let's get back to the episode. Thanks for listening. I really like what you just said at the end there, you know, race, racing for you guys and, and keeping that something that's, you know, closer to the team. Because I think that, you know, you can get so caught up in what Milesplit's doing or what Runner Space <laughs> is doing and what all the talk is saying. At the yeah. end of the day, it's it comes down to you and your teammates and what you guys can do. And, and it matters to you guys and your families. And uh, I think it's really good to not hype yourself up too much because then it <laughs> makes it feel like really anxious and scary. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's something that, you know, I, I've, I've been privileged to be on teams that were really good at that. You know, mm -hmm. when, I, when I ran a Mountain Vista, we had... A really good team and um, our coach you know we I think when I got to Mountain Vista we'd already won seven state championships I'd like the last oh, nine dang. okay <laughs> and that coach was like you guys are not gonna go like be super public about this like you're not saying we're gonna win everything like we're just gonna like put our heads down and work and you know I think I think it's a good mentality and I also think it's so important to believe in yourself as well and maybe do that in a quieter way um, what ways do you think you guys have been able to you know, make that part of your team culture as in believing in yourself? Because I think it's one thing to just say it, but yeah. are you guys like actively going after that or is it something that you all just kind of understand? Um, I think it's I think it's both. Like we, we gotta remind each other sometimes and it's really important that we, we all know it on an individual level. I think something what we do is like, you know, in practices on our harder runs, it's like you really gotta believe that this is gonna help you. Mm -hmm. This is gonna you can make it through it. Like you don't you don't wanna give up. You can yeah. you can push hard. Um, and that really helps on an individual level. And then like as a team we like we're we're with each other. We got we got the belief in each of us for each other mm -hmm. and it helps stir it up within individuals. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you feel like it's difficult for you guys to have everybody from, you know, one to seven to beyond bought in or is that something that comes pretty naturally to all of you i think that's it's been it's become pretty pre-natural because awesome. like it's really like if anyone starts like going off like the deep end we all are just like hey man no you got you got to stay this yeah. is this is lie like yeah. this is not true you you can do it like this is good totally we're gonna be good awesome. <laughs> i love that um well cool i'm, I'm excited to see how those those things play out. I'm sure you're going to do fantastic. 
Um, you committed to BYU, which, which I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm stoked about. I, uh, I haven't been running. I've been injured, so I'm, I'm more of an observer. But was that a tough decision to make, and are you excited for that next chapter? I think, yeah, that was a pretty tough decision to make. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm sure you have incredible options, so that's not, <laughs> it makes it a little bit harder, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think it was the right one, though. I'm really excited to move forward yeah. with BYU. Like, cool. feels very good inside me, and mm-hmm. and I they're doing great as a program right now. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a quality answer. I, I think mm-hmm. that it was hard for me when I decided as well. Like, I was just, like, looking at a bunch of different places, and at the end of the day, I feel like BYU just felt like such a, you know, it, it felt like home to me, yeah. and, and that team feels like home, and they work their butts off, and they have fun, and yeah. and I think everybody's, like, good about being, like, balanced in their life as well, but still, like, putting a lot into the sport, which um, I've always really appreciated. Yeah, but, I agree. Um, let's talk about some of the challenges you've had in running and how you've been able to overcome those things and, you know, be a better runner and keep going and, and pushing and winning races. Okay. Um, I think the one that's coming up to my mind right now is – last year junior year beginning of the season my goal was to win NXN you know that was mm-hmm. the that was the ultimate that's the thing that keeps me working hard yeah and I think so the first two races the first race we have is like just American Fork versus a couple other small teams at a very mm-hmm. small meet that's really hard and a really hard or it's like slower course mm-hmm. and I, I got a win there but then the next week we went down to Timpanogos and um uh, I raced against Taysen Echohawk and Liam Henninger and uh, Jaron Hartshorn, you know, a lot of fast yeah. guys that, that were there. And, and I ended up taking third, and I was like, how am I going to win Annex if I can't even beat these guys? And they were like, I think they were like 20 seconds in front of me too. So it was like a big margin. Mm. It was really hard to believe in myself after that. Um, and that's where, like, you know, my teammates really, really helped a lot. Because if I was all alone, I think I might have given up right there. But, you know, they gave me a lot of better perspective. Like, you know, that week might have been one of the harder weeks we trained through. And we kind of were just going through that race because it's the beginning of the season. We're still trying to build a strong base and, and get the speed down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it was really important that I really stopped looking at the race and looked at all the other angles of why I was hurting, I was sick, you know, there was mm-hmm. a couple of things that really slowed me down, um, potentially, and I just think it's so important that on those tough times, it's like you got to have someone else there to support you and help you 100%. see the the truth of the situation, really. Totally. Yeah, you know, and I think... For, for a guy like you, you have fantastic teammates. Um, unfortunately, not everybody has that, you know? And so yeah. I think that if if people don't have that, you gotta find a community elsewhere, you know? If, mm-hmm. if your team is super committed, that's a fantastic place to start. Or maybe you, you know, get some guys in your team that are a little bit more committed. Or maybe it's going and find people in nearby schools and, you know, meeting up for morning runs or something every once in a while and making sure yeah. you have those people that believe in you and, and push you forward. But um, do you feel like with the success you've had in high school running, there's something that you've done differently than other runners to enable the success that you've had? I mean, yeah, I think like that's a good, that's a really good question. I believe like the thing that's helped me a lot is is running isn't like running is huge in my life obviously mm-hmm. but I take the principles I learned in running and like try and put them everywhere else in my life yeah, absolutely and it really helps me you know feel like 
successful, I guess, you know, in other areas than just running. And and I think it's really lifted, like, my spirits. And uh, I believe, like, one other thing I do is, like, I eat. Uh, I'm, I'm, like, a vegan, basically. Okay. And so That's what I, I did all of high school. <laughs> oh, yeah. sweet, sweet, yeah. yeah. I've kind of taken a turn since, but, <laughs> yeah, I was vegan all of high school. So. That's hype. Yeah, I think that's helped me a lot that's awesome. as well. Cool. Yeah, no, I definitely feel like, especially in high school, like, people don't understand how much your food affects your training. <laughs> yeah. And I talked to Clayton Young last week, and he was talking about how, you know, rule number one is just to eat. Like, as a runner, like, mm-hmm. you got to be getting in a ton of calories, but then after that, like, what you are feeding yourself really matters in, like, terms of recovery and getting back and going the next day because yeah. in a lot of ways, that's the game of running is Thanks. seeing how far you can push yourself and then how quickly you can you recover, recover and go at it again so you can just get better and better. So, yeah. anyways, well, cool. That's That's good to hear. Do you have any advice for maybe younger runners who are just getting into the sport or, you know, maybe they're a freshman trying to form their team culture and build and, and, you know, they want their team to be the next American Fork or they want to be Uh the next Danny Simmons and go and run at NXN and be a part of some of the incredible opportunities that you've had. Yeah, I do. I think something that I'm like starting to learn right now that has like become really big is you can't really focus on paces. Yeah. I believe that it's really important to know your pace and to like run your race, but you've got to believe that there's not a limit to you or mm-hmm. you're not going to ever really achieve the thing that no one believes you can. And mm-hmm. you've got to be able to do that to, to shock, you know, to, yeah. to find hap- like, you know, success, I'd say. Yeah. You can't calculate everything. You've got you to gotta feel it, you know, hmm. and I'd say that. that's big. I, I just... I read a book a little while ago, and I can't remember what it's called, but I think, I think it was maybe called Peak Performance, and it talked about how this individual was, you know, hitting a, hitting a wall, like, every time he was running, he just, like, wasn't, he wasn't able to break, like, 404, I think, he okay. just, like, 404, 404, 404, every time he ran, and then somebody called off his split incorrectly, and he, like, sped up to make up for it, and then all of a sudden was, like, 358 or something, just, like, a huge Dang. breakthrough. And I think that, obviously, we're in a sport that's very mental. There's there's uh-huh. a huge mental game to it. Yeah. And I, I really like that advice because sometimes I feel like you have to not believe in that story and instead just do, like, what your, what, what your body can do and, like, let that be a feel thing and, you know, and go hard and surprise yourself. And, you know, yeah. I think sometimes... Sometimes people bonk and then they get scared, but I think sometimes it's okay to, you know, push yourself to the very end so you know where that is yeah. know, and what that feels like, and and then you can work backwards from there. But I think people spend a lot of time not going hard enough as well, and yeah. obviously there's some nuance in, in how to go about that. But I think that's really sound advice. So, um, well, cool. Um, I think my last question for you is: How has mentorship played a role in your life? Um, I think. It's been so important because like you're like earlier when we talked about the rough like hard times like it's so important to have someone you can that that can help you see mm-hmm. what really happened and what's really going on and I'd have to say that like the person that's been my biggest mentor has been my dad he's been he's been with me since I started running he's helped me find what works best for me you know gear running if I even like running you know yeah um and he's you know he's always with me when and I can talk to him about what I'm thinking what I'm feeling and he's really helped me see with a bigger eye how things are going and and how Mm -hmm. things could be if I want to change things around and 
it's I just think it's really important yeah I love I my mom does the same thing for me like I I set a goal and she'll look at it like you what you can go you know aim aim a little <laughs> higher it feels good to have people that believe in you and that can empower you to do bigger things but um Thanks. I'm a liar I do have one more question okay, okay. Um, do you have anything that you say to yourself in a race when you're hurting and you just like want to go a little bit faster and push yourself a little bit more or is it just like a be present in the moment and beat the next guy I think it's both but um something I used last year was um I you know my phrase was I, I run for Christ you know that was that, that was my phrase funny. and I really think that worked a lot for for any time I was like about to give up I was like no man you can't give up you got this there's a bigger purpose behind this yeah yeah, yeah. and then That's I think awesome. the new one I adopted this year was um kind of like an alter ego to be the best version of myself and I, I call myself Daniel the lion and Love it. it just helps me feel that like beast kind of that, that awesome. could be in me <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely feels good to like tap into a side of yourself that just like, feels like kind of invincible and, yeah. and, and go and be that so anyways well thanks so much for getting on the podcast love interviewing you um you guys go follow this guy on instagram i'll link it thanks for listening catch you on the next episode